This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Last night at Cameron Indoor Stadium, Duke played an exhibition game against Fayetteville State. Now, it went much better than their closed scrimmage did against Houston. Of course, Houston is one of the three best teams in the country, according to the preseason rankings, and they play a really slow, deliberate, defensive style, low possessions, and that's not fun for anybody, but I'm sure Duke got something out of it because you had to grind to get anything. Last night, different story against Fayetteville State. Duke had their way. They looked a lot better. They have a lot of new players, almost all new players, except for Jeremy Roach, Vashti Hurt, who is everywhere in the building. So tell me, Vashdai, what did what was your impression of the first of the exhibition game, Duke and Fayetteville State? And thank you very much for joining us from CarolinaBlitz.com. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Adam. You know, I, it's hard to get a read on this Duke team without um, Derek Whitehead and Derek Lively. However, um, they're long. They're athletic. Uh, they're going to be able to switch everything. And I and I found that out when I saw uh, Kyle Filipowski uh, switch out on a guard for uh, Fayetteville State and hang with him um, and be able to contest a three-point shot. So. This Duke team is going to hang their heads or hang their hats on defense. Um, Mark Mitchell was impressive. Yeah. He is a high-energy guy who can really play all five positions or at least guard all five positions on the court. He had a team high in points last night. So this team is young, clearly young. Uh, so, and, and, you know, they're going to they're gonna compete. Uh, I don't know, you know, if they're going to be able to compete with their rival, but they're going to they're going to compete. And then I think we'll know a lot more when they have those two those two studs come back and 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 be a factor. Yeah, I think John Shire talked about it after the game about how long it might take for Derek Whitehead or Derek Lively. His Lively is sooner rather than Whitehead, who might take a little bit uh, longer. Do we have any kind of an update based on what John said last night? Uh, nothing new. I think Derek might be. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Derek will be good for the opening game. This is the read that I'm getting. And Whitehead. I'm hoping Kansas. Uh, I think that I think that Duke is hoping Kansas. Uh, from what I understand, from what Shire said, and then talking to a couple of insiders on the team, it's not necessarily health. Their close health to being 100% health wise. It's more about getting in shape mm. and being able to play through a through a game and in shape that way. So yeah, yeah. Well, Whitehead's been out a lot longer than has Lively, so that's obviously you, when you've been out months, it's going to take a little bit longer to get back. How did Tyrese Proctor look? Because a lot of people think that he's going to be one of maybe their best players. I like Proctor for a young guy. He's very poised. Um, even when he'll drive and get into traffic, he doesn't panic and turn the ball over. Uh, he'll wait, you know, for guys and, and make the right pass. Uh, aggressive, uh, good off the dribble. Uh, I think that, you know, we didn't really see much of his shot yesterday, but I think that he's going to be a factor. He and Jeremy Roach will probably be a better backcourt than what people are thinking so far. Um, by the way, Jeremy Roach is the basically the only guy back who played. Yeah. Uh, is this sort of like a Quinn Cook situation with the team from 2015? Uh, 
I guess so. I, I didn't think about that comparison. Um, that might not be a bad comparison, given that Quinn Cook was, you know, the young guy. And then you had uh, Jones, who was the, the young uh, guy on the backcourt with him. I don't know if Proctor is Jones-like. He could possibly be. Um, but And I don't know if, you know, Quinn Cook was a senior, I believe. Right. And Roach is, Roach is a junior. Um, although he is the most tenured guy on that team as far as time at Duke. Uh, so, yeah, it could possibly be. I just don't know. I'll have to see more of Roach. Quinn Cook, I think, was a more consistent at this point than, than Roach is. But Roach is, I'm, I'm sure he's working toward that. Look, it's, I, I remember that year from Quinn Cook in that he had overcome a lot just to, keep, just to stay at Duke. And I don't know that Roach had had to overcome to stay. But he had to overcome a lot of expectations, and I don't think those expectations necessarily followed Quinn Cook. But it was, it, there's so many young players that are going to play big roles for the Blue Devils, and as you said, we haven't even seen him yet. Let me ask you about Steve Wilkes and the Carolina Panthers. What has been your read on Steve Wilkes as a head coach through three games? I like Steve Wilkes. I mean, listen, when Steve Wilkes step to, steps to the podium and, and conducts his press conferences, he gives us an opening statement. There is poise. There is command of the room. There is confidence. There is self-assuredness um, that I think wasn't at that level previously. Uh, the guys in the locker room respect him. Uh, we hear the phrase, a leader of men, a lot. Mm. And so... Uh, Wilkes is a guy who has the, this team, you know, it feels different. And I've even had fans message me and say, you know, the Panthers to them are watchable again, even <laughs> though they didn't beat that game, uh, they, even though they didn't win at Atlanta, there was a sense of hope. Um, and there was a sense of, you know, nostalgia. They felt like they hadn't been able to watch the Panthers fully since honestly probably 2018 mm -hmm. and 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 guy and, and fans are coming back and i think that the franchise has a lot of uh new life in it and and that's and that's a credit to steve wilkes i think i think steve wilkes look pj walker has played well i mean it hasn't always been pretty the first game wasn't pretty they did basically the same thing the first game that they had done in the previous four but at least they they looked like they were trying to score points in atlanta that's I think that's how you win, right? Exactly. And, you know, McAdoo, and I'm surprised because we haven't really, you know, there were a lot of questions about him and his play calling and these last couple of games. You know, I think that everybody is just freer. You know, what happens, what happens. And I think he's opening up the playbook more. I think that they handcuffed P.J. Walker in that game against the Rams. And now they're like, you know, we're going to let him go. And that's benefiting the Panthers. And it's also benefiting P.J. Walker. We saw that that miraculous touchdown <laughs> pass to D.J. Moore that sent the game into overtime that should have been the game winner. Um, and these are all things that you would have never expected from P.J. Walker. But right now for the Carolina Panthers, he's an unlikely hero at QB1. What kind of chance do you give Steve Wilkes of actually getting the job? You know, it really depends on how the Panthers finish. Uh, I think I know that he has the support of the guys in the locker room, the mm -hmm. leaders in the locker room, and the fans really like him. I think that if they had won in Atlanta and then won against, and if they win against, if they had won in Atlanta and won against the Bengals, then there would have been a serious, serious push 
to have that interim tag taken off of him before the season even ended. I don't even know if there are a lot of guys who are, you know, who are who are head coaching candidates that that the Panthers would really have to compete with. I think that he would be one of the one of the best ones out there. He's going to have to have a, he's going to have to end the season with a personal winning record, I believe, uh, in order to at least get some serious consideration. But even if he doesn't, with the way that things are now, with how guys are responding to him and how th- this team feels different, um, I still think he should get consideration. It's just, you know, I, I just don't know how likely it is. I, w- I would have already given him the job. I think he's, uh, as you you called him, a great leader of men. I think he he exudes leadership to me. I am not in any way concerned about what the record is. I think you could bring back Bill Walsh, and they would have a losing record between now and the end of the season. I don't think coaching, I don't think game planning is going to change what we all think is going to happen. Although the division is bad, you could win the division maybe at 7-10 and 10, uh, this year. Final thing for you, because I know you were a baller back in the day, Vash Diehurt. Would you have ever, have you ever called a charge during a pickup basketball game? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. No, that's soft. I'm sorry. I saw it happen at the line. I saw it happen at the line. Absolutely not. You can't call a charge. I know. I know that. I know that. That why basketball gets serious, but bro, this is this is pickup ball. No, no, no calling charges. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta take that one. No, nobody on his own team agreed. <laughs> nobody. They just ignored him. They, like, what are you doing? They ignored him. They just looked at him like, are you kidding me? Did you just do that? He wanted it bad. He wanted Did they the... give it to him? No. No, that's the no, question. no, no, no. Okay. The guy who okay. hit the shot actually screamed and won. And then laughed, oh. laughed and ran back down the court. It wasn't a charge. It was a Y game. Nobody's taking a charge. He just called right. it. It's terrible. Uh, I appreciate you, the voice of reason. Bash die hurt, CarolinaBlitz.com. Follow her on Twitter at Keep Blitz. And also, you have a what at, at Ms. Carolina Blitz as well, right? Yeah, that's my personal page. I get right. a little more personal on that Uh-oh. one. So, yeah, that's open. It's open, though, if you want to follow it. All right, there you go. I thank you very much. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Adam. Hardest working woman in show business. Uh, all right, it's halftime. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. 